With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Please announce yourself. All right, Ann, I hope you're in. Are you in, Ann? Ann, can you hear me? Ann, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Amy, can you hear me? Ann, can you hear me? Ann, can you hear me? No, I can hear you. Okay. I don't know what we're Now I'm trying to uh, connect back to Amy and then move forward. Okay. I put myself on mute, okay? Okay, darling, we're going to pray for you. Okay. Yeah, we're doing... Uh, Thank the Lord to get us in the room and ready to 
get started. And here this we conference, conference is being recorded. recorded. Talk Talk radio, radio people. I'm so sorry. I just had no idea that I they would give me all these problems tonight. But I'm just going to give God honor and praise because we're in here. And we're... Coming together, coming together to do to what do God would God have us do. God, God, we just give you all the praise and the glory. We thank you, God, for the privilege of prayer. Thank you, God, for each and every person that's here, for each and every person that would like to be here and for whatever reason cannot make it here. Thank you, God, for all Bible believing and God caring and God loving people. Thank you, God, for all the people living according to your will. Thank you, God, for all you've done, all you're going to do, Heavenly Father. God, we ask you for special blessings over our sister Anne right now. Heavenly Father, help her, God, direct her, lead her. God, the, the answer, the remedy is on this earth. There's an answer to that problem. She's electronically tortured, and we bind that demon spirit up. We bind the demon spirit up that tried to mess up the prayer meeting tonight with technology. We bind up every demon spirit that's envious of God's work being done. We plead the blood of Jesus to let those devils know that God is an awesome God, that God is a sovereign God, and that no matter what little uh, earthly things they do, they cannot do anything beyond power of God. So, God, we thank you, God, for your awesomeness. Thank you, God, for your sovereignty. Thank you, God, for giving us the privilege to get to know you. Thank you, God, for the targeted individual community, each and every praying T.I., God. I thank you for them, God. I thank you, God, for each and every person on this earth praying, Heavenly Father, to see change come about, Heavenly Father. I thank you, God, for prayer warriors. I thank you, God, for my mother. I thank you, God, for Mother's Day, for Anne's mother, for Amy's mother, for all the mothers, Heavenly Father. I give you praise and honor. God, you didn't have to do it, but you did, and I'm here to say thank you. I thank you, God, for an awesome mother that raised me up in the Word of God. I thank you, God, for a mother that taught me what it means to sacrifice, to truly love, unconditional love. I thank you, God, for an awesome mother that has love beyond words, that has taught my my sister and I, uh, given us a spirit of compassion, a spirit of love, a spirit of caring for one another. I thank you, God, for all that you've brought her through. I thank you, God, for using her to be the best evangelist that she could possibly be in the kingdom of God. God, I thank you for this Mother's Day that you've allowed me to have her. I thank you, God, that despite being a targeted individual in the most horrific program, I'm a living witness that God's sovereignty is real because you've covered her, you've protected her, and I decree and declare longevity over her life, my life, Amy's life, Anne's life, all of the praying people's lives and their parents' lives. God, we just praise you. We thank you, God, for all the mothers. We thank you, God, for using them, for having them plant us in the house of God, for having them lead us, for having them have us. They could have made alternative decisions, and we wouldn't be in the land of the living. But, God, you used them. You walked with them, God. You took the spirit of selfishness away from them, God, and you let them have their children and raise us up. And, God, we thank you for that, God. We thank you, God, for for them allowing you to use them to do your work, Heavenly Father. 
God, we give you praise and glory. And as we step into the module, God, learning about the major prophets, as we go into the book of Lamentations, we ask that the Holy Spirit lead, guide, and direct and give us clarity and understanding, Heavenly Father. More techniques, more revenues, Heavenly Father, to do your work effectively on this earth, God, and to counteract every aspect of evil, every aspect that's associated with the demons, the Satanists in high places trying to usurp authority over man and over this earth that they do not have. God, we plead the blood of Jesus that demons, that Satanists, that cults will be taken down, that they will be exposed, and we bind them up over every governing structure, particularly God. God, we bind them up against the, uh, every demon, every Satanist trying to usurp authority in the executive branch, the legislative branch, and the judicial branch. God, we bind up the spirit of disabling public protection offices. We bind up the spirit, God, of people turning the cheek. Heavenly Father, against evil crimes that are being done against humans, against your people, Heavenly Father. We bind up the spirit of the secrecy mode to keep these crimes in secrecy mode. We bind every demon forth. We bind every demon trying to usurp authority, particularly over our judiciary, Heavenly Father, and, and our police departments, Heavenly Father. God, we ask you, God, to send your warrior angels to use your people, God, to show that God is sovereign, that righteousness will reign on this earth, that this earth belongs to the Most High God, and thy will be done. God, I give you all the praise and the glory, and I thank you in advance, God, for opening doors that the demon thought was shut, but you chose to have them open for us, Heavenly Father. God, I thank you in advance. I thank you, God, for bringing us through this 2015 and to give you honor and praise, Heavenly Father. Another night that we can come together and say thank you, Heavenly Father, for being an awesome God. Thank you, God, for every test that you put us through, God, and leading and directing us and letting us use, allowing us to prove ourselves worthy, God, passing the test that you test that you put before us. God, we give you praise. We give you glory. We ask you, God, for unconditional protection. Heavenly Father, over those praying targeted individuals. We ask you, God, for special blessings over our sister Anne, a, a shield of, of extra protection to bind that demon force up in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood, the blood, the blood, that that woman will live in peace, that that torture will be stopped, that the blood of Jesus Christ will put a shield around her. God, don't let that demon have his way in the name of Jesus. We bind up that induced hospitalization spirit. We bind up that induced sickness they're trying to put on her, and we call her to be healthy, Heavenly Father, to be healed, Heavenly Father, to be filled with the Holy Ghost, covered from top to bottom, that nothing these demons are trying to do, that she will be a miracle, that she will be a manifestation of God's work on earth, that no one will have comprehension or understanding how that woman made it through that horrific electronic torture that she's going through. And, God, I ask you to send someone, God, that's listening to know what people are going through, God. I bind that demon spirit of, if, of ignoring someone suffering. God, lead me, lead Amy, lead one of us, God, to the direction that can get people uh, the appropriate resources they need, Heavenly Father, when they're being tortured through electronics. We bind up the spirit of, of, of weaponry, of electronic weaponry. We bind up electromagnetic uh, uh, weaponry. We bind up mind control programming. We bind up the spirit of oppression. We bind up, up financial debt 
deception. We bind up on keeping people uh, uh, financially strapped. We bind that demon spirit up, and we call the spirit of peace, love, and prosperity and goodwill across each and every one of us. In the name of Jesus, God, we ask you, God, to use the TI community so that they can show this earth what it means to be covered by the blood despite Satan is trying to take you out, trying to literally assassinate you. You don't, we, that God is our protection, and we thank you, Heavenly Father. And we ask you, God, to use us to let this world see the uh, inefficiencies, the deficiencies associated with public protection offices, God, that you are the ultimate protection, and we thank you. You're the provider. You're the healer. And, God, we thank you that you pulled us out of that miry clay of dependency on uh, on the secular things uh, of the world, and we found out, God, that you are the ultimate help above all help. God, we thank you and we praise you. And we ask you, God, to continue to use us to advance the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Tonight we're looking at the book of Lamentations. We're studying. Our module is the major prophets. Lamentations, I'll go into a little summary, and then I'll do a little reading on the book of Lamentations. The book of Lamentations is a book of sorrowful songs or poems. The name implies that the topic is expressing grief over something. It means lament. Also known as the weeping prophet, writes this after the destruction. Jeremiah is known, excuse me, as the weeping prophet. He wrote this after the destruction of Jerusalem. It was written soon after the fall of Jerusalem in 586 B.C. He was an eyewitness. He was an eyewitness. He predicted this destruction, as did others, as Jeremiah did. He watched it take place, and now in this book, he is sadly reflecting on it. Key personalities are the prophet Jeremiah and the people of Jerusalem. Its purpose was to express despair and teach God's people that disobedience to the Lord results in immense suffering and distress. Jeremiah pours out his emotions and compassion and empathy for God's nation as he watches them inhabit a foreign land. In chapter 1, Jeremiah mourns for Jerusalem and Judea as it lays in ruin by the raid and destruction of Babylon. How lonely sits the city that was full of people. She has become like a widow who was once great among the nations. She was a princess among the provinces has become... Chapter 2, he described the anger of the Lord who brought judgment to the wicked land, as God had warned. In fierce anger, he has cut off all the strength of Israel. He has drawn back his right hand from before the enemy. In chapter 3, we see Jeremiah expressing his troubled spirit and suffering in gloom. He, too, is afflicted as his homeland has been pillaged. On the other hand, he reminds us in verses 19 to 23 in chapter 3, that God is faithful. He will restore and bring his promise to pass. The Lord's loving kindness indeed never cease, for his compassion never fails. And finally, in chapter 4, we read that God has brought justice and ruled mightily. 
during the siege, the city of Jerusalem suffered incredibly. Starvation was so bad and widespread that the Israelites resorted to eating their own. The nation was warned about their sin and disobedience and the penalty of the coming judgment of God. Verse 11, we read, the Lord has accomplished his wrath. God, we just know we want to walk with you, Heavenly Father, so that we can help cover this earth against the wrath, Heavenly Father, against disobedience, against things, God, that are not of your will. So we have the privilege of allowing us to study your word, to do what we can. to help this earth uh, be managed according to God's will as we counteract demonic programming from spiritual wickedness in high places, I should say, that are programming the work of Satan on this earth, particularly to those that don't have a spiritual eye. So, God, we just thank you for the privilege of being able to pray so that we don't have to lament from uh, not listening. So Lamentations, basically, in Chapter 1, it talks about the destruction of Jerusalem. Jeremiah talks about the desolation of Jerusalem. The cause of Jerusalem's desolation is discussed, the possession of Jerusalem. Chapter 3, Jeremiah gives a prayer for mercy, prayer of despair, Jeremiah's confession of faith, Jeremiah's condition of need, Jeremiah's confidence in God. Siege of Jerusalem in Jeremiah 4, I mean, excuse me, Lamentations for the conditions are discussed during the siege, the cause of the siege, the consequences of the siege. And then in Lamentations uh, chapter 5, we have the prayer for restoration, the review of the need for restoration, the repentance of sin, the request for restoration. Personally, with the plight of Jerusalem and with human suffering caused by sin. Mm. Lamentations also includes elements that typify Christ's life and ministry as the man of sorrow who was acquainted with grief. He was afflicted, despised, and derided by his enemies. What are the keys to lamentation? The key word is lamentation. Three times, three themes run through the five laments of Jeremiah. 
The most prominent is the theme of mourning over Jerusalem's holocaust. The holy city has been laid waste and desolate. God's promised judgment of sin has come. In his sorrow, Jeremiah speaks for himself, for the captives, and sometimes for the personified city. The second theme is confession of sin and an acknowledgement of God's righteous and holy judgment upon Judah. The third theme is least prominent but very important. It is a note of hope in God's future restoration of his people. Yahweh has poured his wrath, but in his mercy he will be faithful to his covenant promises. The key verses are Lamentations 2. Uh, verses 5 and 6, and Lamentations 3, verses 22 and 23. The key chapter is Lamentations 3. In the midst of five chapters of ruin, destruction, and utter hopelessness, Jeremiah rises and grasps the strong faith and promises and character of God. Lamentations 3.22 expresses a magnificent faith in the mercy of God, especially when placed against the dark, Backdrop of chapters one, two, and four. One, two, four, and five. Mm. Wow, chapter three is going into the mercy. This man, basically, Jeremiah uh, was a prophet. He told the people, you know, uh, you have to change your ways. Don't let those, you know, don't don't let your your city, your town go to Satanism. Don't live like don't don't follow satanic ways. Stop idolatry. Stop sin. This and that. And they would not listen. And he witnessed, he told them, judgment will come upon this city. Um, as he told them, it did come upon because they were living in contravention to biblical teaching, in contravention to the word of God. On the people and in lamentations now, he's sitting there and he's watching this city that it has been ruined. So a survey of lamentations. For 40 years, Jeremiah suffered rejection and abuse for his warnings of coming judgment. So he went around, he told the people, look, it's, it's coming, it's coming, change your ways. When Nebuchadnezzar finally came and destroyed Jerusalem in 586 B.C., a lesser man might say, I told you so. But the overthrow of Jerusalem brought about Jeremiah composing five beautiful and emotional lament poems as a we as a excuse me emotional lament poems that are uh, of the proud city. These poems, in the form of acrostic, are written as if it was for a national funeral, which portrays the capture and destruction of Jerusalem. Reflect the tender heart of the man who was divinely commissioned to communicate a harsh message to a sinful and stiff-necked people. They were stiff-necked because they were not listening. In Lamentations chapter 1, 2, 4, and 5, each have 22 verses, and each verse begins with one of the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet in, in order. In chapter 3, the first three verses begin with Aleph, the second three with Beth, and on throughout. The fifth chapter has 22 verses, but no acrostic. In the Septuagint version, the following introductory words are found. And it came to pass... 90 seconds. ...led into captivity that Jeremiah sat weeping and lamenting and lamented this lamentation for Jerusalem. 
The city, the temple, the palace, the walls have been reduced to rubble and its inhabitants have been deported to distant Babylon. Jeremiah's five mournful poems can be entitled The Destruction of Jerusalem, The Anger of Yahweh, The Prayer for Mercy, The Siege of Jerusalem, and The Prayer for Restoration. 60 Seconds. This poem consists of of a lamentation by Jeremiah. It's in Jeremiah 1, verses 1 to 11, and it's a lamentation by a person personified Jerusalem. The city has been left desolate because of its grievous sins, and her enemies mocked at her and repaid her as adversaries. The anger of Yahweh can also be called lamentation, the book of lamentations. In this, In this second, second eulogy, eulogy Jeremiah, Jeremiah moved from Jerusalem's desolation to a description of her destruction. Babylon destroyed the city, but only as the Lord's instrument of judgment. Jeremiah presents ten seconds of the thoroughness and severity of Jerusalem's devastation. Though the Babylonians, or through the Babylonians, God terminated all religious observances. He removed the priests, prophets, and kings and raised the temple in place. Jeremiah grieved over the suffering the people brought on themselves through rebellion against God and Jerusalem's supplications complete the lament. Then we have the prayer for mercy. In the first 18 verses, Jeremiah entered into the miseries and despair of his people and made them his own. However, However, there's an abrupt abrupt turn turn in chapter chapter 3, verses 19 through 39. As the prophet prophet reflected on the faithfulness and loyal love of the compassionate God of Israel, these truths enable him to find comfort and hope in spite of dismal circumstances. Jeremiah expresses deep sorrow and petitioned God for deliverance and for God to avenge Jerusalem's misery. After the siege of Jerusalem, the prophet rehearsed the siege of Jerusalem and remembered the suffering and starvation of rich and poor. He also reviewed the causes of the siege, especially the sins of the prophets and priests and their foolish trust in human aid. This poem closes with a warning to Edom of future punishment and a glimmer of hope for Jerusalem. And finally, there's the prayer for restoration. Jeremiah's last eulogy is a melancholy melancholy description of his people's lamentable state their punishment is complete and jeremiah prayerfully desired the restoration of his nation so he had warned the people particularly those people that was you know they're sitting there you know substituting god praying to idols warned them they were living out of god's order that there would be judgment, and judgment did come. So synopsis of Lamentations. First is the ruin of Jerusalem and misery of the exiles because of their sins, chapter 1. In chapter 2, Jehovah, the ancient defender of Israel, gave up his people to their awful fate. Jeremiah's grief over the afflictions of his people, his trust in God, and his own persecution is shown in chapter 3. The former glory of Israel contrasted with their present misery comprises chapter 4. And chapter 5 is a prayer for mercy. 
the Lord as an enemy, Jeremiah 2, verse 5, 6. If God was tormenting his people in fierce anger, it must have been because God is their enemy. So the sad-hearted patriot so the sad-hearted patriot reason. First, we have the earthly side of the process. Israel was covered with a cloud, a metaphor that is extremely striking in the Orient. There it would suggest gloom, the loss of the customary light of heaven, rare distress and excessive melancholy. A mere cloud may lift and discover everything unaltered by the passing shadow. The distress fell on Jerusalem was not thus superficial and transient. She had suffered a fatal fall. Notice the change in language. Once she was called the daughter of Zion, but now we have the beauty of Israel. The youth of Israel is very significant. It shows that the writer was aware of the fundamental unity of his race, a unity that could not be destroyed by centuries of intertribal warfare. It has been suggested that the beauty of Israel is intended to indicate the temple. The magnificent, magnificent buildings, crownings, one of the hills of Jerusalem was the central object of beauty among all the people who revered the, who revered the worship it enshrined. Its situation would naturally suggest the language here employed. The writer then tells us that God has forgotten his footstool. He seems to over the ark, the spot at which God was thought to show himself proprietous to Israel on the Day of Atonement, in which was looked upon as the present. No miracle intervenes for the scarlage of the destruction of the temple, yet the destruction is not confined to the central shrine of worship, for the shepherd's hut shared the fate of the temple of the Lord. Moreover, the one who has been their strength. Jehovah paralyzes the armies of Israel. Israel is swallowed up. Her palaces and fortresses are demolished. The climax of the mystery of divine destruction is reached when God destroys his own temple. The gardens which were outside the walls of the city were the first to be destroyed. Thus Titus had the trees cleared from the Mount of Olives so that one of the first incidents in the Roman siege of Jerusalem must have been the destruction of the Garden of Gethsemane. When God is angry, there's nothing to be looked for but destruction and ill success in all things. God regards not the things thought most precious that are amongst the sons of men in respect of declaring his justice against sin. By the mercies of the Lord, we are not consumed. Jeremiah, no, Lamentations 3.22. Man's life is sustained by the mercy of God. It is the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed bodily, intellectually, or morally. The wages of sin is death. Sin being the transgression of the law, then man practically separated himself from God, refusing to love him, to serve him, preferring to go with the great enemy of God in godlessness and to be led by him according to his evil will and to do the vile work which he commands. How many ways, how many times we have abused the faculties which God has given us, whether our body, soul, or spirit, we have perverted the energies 
which should have been employed in serving him into as many weapons of rebellion wherewith we dared to fight against God. We deserve to be cut off in our sins. But for his mercy, we would be separated from God forever. These mercies, the compassions of our God, is secured by his faithfulness. Every morning brings a new or renewed need to every man of the mercies and compassion of God. Wow, that's it. That was a short one. Quick quiz. Jeremiah separated himself personally from the plight of Jerusalem and with human suffering caused by sin. Stay true. I mean, that's false. Like, Jeremiah separated himself personally from the plight of Jerusalem and with human suffering caused by sin. Well, I think he's separated from human suffering caused by sin, but I guess he was not separated from the plight of Jerusalem. Right, he wasn't, right. So that's false. Name the three themes of lamentations. Is it mourning over Jerusalem's holocaust, hoping God's future restoration of his people, the prayer for restoration, confession of sin and acknowledgement of God's righteousness and holy judgment upon Judah? No. Anybody here wants to join in? Name the three themes of lamentations. Let's choose all that applies. Let me put all of them because uh, they do apply. Uh, The prayer for restoration is in here. Mourning over Jerusalem's holocaust, definitely. Hoping God's future restoration of his people and confession of sin and acknowledgement of God's righteous and holy judgment upon Judah. Not all four. Hoping God's future restoration of his people. And that's mourning over Jerusalem's holocaust and the prayer for restoration. Name the three themes of lamentation. Choose all. It's confession of sin and acknowledgement of God's right. Definitely the prayer for restoration. Definitely mourning over Jerusalem's holocaust. Hoping God's future restoration of his So I haven't gotten the prayer for restoration, confession of sin, and God's righteous and holy. Hoping God's future restoration of his people. Mourning over Jerusalem's holocaust.
restoration of this restoration. future restoration of his people. Confession of sin. Oh, finally. Name the three themes of lamentation. Mourning over Jerusalem's holocaust is one. Confession of sin and an acknowledgement of God's righteous and holy judgment upon Judah. Hoping God's future restoration of people. Jeremiah never suffered rejection and abuse for his warnings of coming judgment. That is completely false. He did suffer rejection and abuse. There are no acrostics in limitations. Babylon destroyed Jerusalem. Excuse me. Babylon destroyed Jerusalem. The Lord's instrument of judgment. True. The Lord used that as an instrument. Lesson reached. Okay. We'll have a little midterm coming up. Hopefully Sunday, Mother's Day. If not, that is a family day. If we, if I don't make it here, well. Excuse me, we'll be back on on Tuesday, 1 p.m., and um, again, we're studying the major prophets. We've looked at Isaiah and Jeremiah, and now we're looking at the Book of Lamentations. And um, God, so may God bless you. Great evening. Happy Mother's Day. And we are going to... Your conference recording has stopped. Goodbye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.